This is Plant-Based Briefing. Is pasta plant-based? The delicious and healthy answer by Teresa Sam Houghton at nutritionstudies.org. And I'm Marian Erickson, and this is the Curated Content Plant-Based Podcast, where I search the internet and find a variety of articles on plant-based, compassionate, and eco-friendly living, get permission, and read them to you here in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. Today's article is from the T. Colin Campbell Center for Nutrition Studies. Their mission is to promote optimal nutrition through science-based education, advocacy, and research. By empowering individuals and health professionals, they aim to improve public, personal, and environmental health. It was established to extend the impact of Dr. Campbell's life-changing research findings. He's the co-author of the best-selling book, The China Study, and he's featured in many of the documentaries about plant-based eating. So now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Is pasta plant-based? The delicious and healthy answer by Teresa Sam Houghton at nutritionstudies.org. Do you love the refreshing flavor of chilled pasta salads during the summer or the warm comfort of a hearty holiday lasagna? A lot of people adopting a whole food plant-based lifestyle wonder whether pasta is off limits, especially because there are so many different types of pasta. The good news for anyone who loves noodles of all kinds is that plant-based pasta options are readily available, tasty, and packed with nutrition. Here's how to find the healthiest, tastiest options for all your favorite dishes. Is pasta plant-based? Not all pasta is created equal. Although the type of wheat used to make pasta, durum wheat, starts out as a whole grain, it's usually refined into either fine durum flour or a coarser flour called semolina. The refining process removes both the bran and germ from the original grain, leaving behind the inner endosperm. Removing the bran and germ from durum strips away much of the protein, fiber, and nutrients. The remaining carbohydrates are digested quickly, resulting in rapid blood sugar fluctuations. This often leaves you feeling hungry again soon after a meal, which can lead to overeating and weight gain. Repeated blood sugar spikes may also increase your risk for heart disease by forming pro-inflammatory advanced glycation end products, ages, interfering with endothelial cell health and function, negatively affecting circulation, and reducing your body's ability to heal from atherosclerotic lesions. Continuing to eat refined pasta and other refined foods can create a cycle that drives blood sugar higher over time, causing more blood vessel damage from inflammation and oxidative stress. Eventually, plaque can build up in your arteries and increase the likelihood of a heart attack or stroke. This is why pasta has gotten such a bad rap, and why many people are confused about whether it's okay to eat on a whole food plant-based diet. Plant-based pasta alternatives. Now for the good news. There are plenty of minimally refined pastas to try. They come in all shapes and sizes and can be used as one-to-one replacements in your favorite pasta recipes. First up is pasta made from whole grains, including whole wheat, wheat varieties like einkorn, spelt, and kamut, Khorasan wheat, brown rice, quinoa, buckwheat, farro, sorghum, teff, and millet. Another tasty option is pasta made from legumes like black beans, edamame or soybeans, red lentils, green lentils, and chickpeas. The best part? Many of these plant-based pasta varieties are available at your local grocery store, Familiar brands like Ronzoni and Hodgson Mills offer whole grain pastas. 
Just read the label to make sure you get a 100% whole grain variety. Some products listed as whole grain only contain 51%. Jovial and Ancient Harvest make pasta from brown rice, quinoa, and other grains. If you prefer a bean-based pasta, check out Explore Cuisine, Bonza, VeggieCraft, Tolerant, or Chicopee. You may also be able to find whole grain pastas from artisan pasta makers in your area. Check your local farmer's market for unique varieties and flavors. Surprising Plant-Based Pasta Benefits Using pasta made from whole grains or beans instead of refined wheat adds nutrients and health benefits to some of your favorite comfort foods. From a nutrition perspective, the difference in fiber content is the most notable. Minimally processed pasta has around three times the fiber of refined varieties, which can improve gut health in several ways. Beneficial gut bacteria feed on the fiber and produce short-chain fatty acids. Short-chain fatty acids strengthen the gut lining and can reduce inflammation. And a stronger gut lining may lower your risk of immune problems like food allergies, food intolerance, and autoimmune reactions. Choosing cold pasta for better blood sugar? You may get additional benefits from cooling and reheating pasta before eating it. This appears to reduce starch digestibility, leading to a lower and slower blood sugar response. Eating cold pasta produces a similar, although less pronounced, effect. Blood sugar also returns to normal more quickly after eating reheated pasta compared with a hot, freshly prepared dish. One reason for pasta's effects on blood sugar may be the structure that's created from the high-pressure compression used in pasta making. This process seems to keep particle sizes large enough to prevent the fast digestion that causes blood sugar spikes, which may play a bigger role in blood sugar control than cooling and reheating. Eat pasta now, eat less later. And then there's another interesting phenomenon known as the second meal effect. Eating a meal containing beans or whole grains or both appears to reduce caloric intake at the next meal, even when the meal is breakfast the following morning. This hasn't been tested specifically with pasta, but it's likely that minimally processed varieties could have a similar effect. Whether or not this turns out to be the case, you may still be able to lower your caloric intake by switching up your pasta because some plant-based varieties have fewer calories per serving than refined pasta. As an added bonus, a serving of lentil-based pasta can have more protein than a half cup of cooked lentils. Try these tasty plant-based pasta recipes. Now that you know pasta can be part of a healthy plant-based diet, it's time to get cooking. Linked below are some delicious pasta recipes to fuel your culinary creativity. Roasted tomato sauce with portobello mushroom over red lentil penne. Smashed olive pasta. One-pot lentil bolognese pasta. Magnificent plant-based mac and cheese. Red lentil veggie lasagna. Creamy tomato and fresh basil pasta sauce and creamy vegan alfredo sauce. You can use any pasta variety in these dishes, so have fun experimenting. Make sure to read the cooking instructions before you get started though. Cooking times differ depending on what the pasta is made of. As you can see, there are many ways to enjoy pasta on a plant-based diet. Just use whole grain or bean varieties in place of refined for one of the easiest and tastiest ways to put more plants on your plate. You just listened to Is Pasta Plant-Based? The Delicious and Healthy Answer by Teresa Sam Houghton at nutritionstudies.org. And I'm Marian Erickson, your host, and I love pasta. I could probably eat it every day. I used to eat standard refined pasta, 
and when I first tried whole wheat pasta, I didn't like it so much. But now I love it and prefer it actually. I started by buying whole wheat thin spaghetti. I found it a bit easier to take because it's not so thick and mealy as, say, a penne. So I got used to the flavor and texture with the thin spaghetti, and now I prefer all whole wheat pasta. And I was thrilled to hear how nutritious it actually is. And because we eat so much pasta, because I'm the cook, I make a lot more than we need for a meal and put it in the fridge to reheat later. It reheats really easily, either in the microwave or my favorite method is to boil some water on the stove and then just dunk it in for a minute and then drain it. And I didn't know until reading this article that it's probably better for blood sugar spikes. Makes sense, and it's similar to a post I read in episode 224 from nutritionfacts.org about the glycemic index of potatoes and why you should chill and reheat them. I'll link that in the show notes and feel free to check that out as well. And please share this episode with anyone who might benefit, and thanks for listening.